Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Seguin. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player. I've been vegan for nine years. I've also been able to coach over 350 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to listen to today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. So today I want to share with you how you can eat out and stay lean. All right. So I'm going to be sharing with you some of the tips and tricks that I personally use to stay on track with my cut and while being able to consistently lose fat every single week. I want to dive into obviously the pros and cons of doing that and how to better, how to best navigate those scenarios, depending if they're social situations, depending if they're cravings, depending if they're last minute events that show up. And so let's just dive into it. So I want to kick it off with the pros and cons of eating out at the restaurant, right? Because there are some benefits to it during the cut, which is going to make it a lot more enjoyable and sustainable. And it'll give you an opportunity for you to learn how to make those decisions when you're at the restaurant, right? So if you're looking at the pros, you're looking at the social aspect, right? You get to have a social life. You get to not be limited when you're eating out. Um, when your friends are inviting you for a birthday party or there's family that's in town, you get to go to the restaurant, going on date night with your partner, you know, when you're on your cut. So those are the pros, the social aspect. The other one is the mental freedom, right? Like you don't feel like you're being very restrictive with your nutrition. Like you can only eat what is on your meal plan. With our members, we teach them how to be able to eat at the restaurant and stay on track. So there's that mental freedom of not feeling restricted by only what's been given by your nutrition coach, right? And then the other part is obviously the flexibility aspect, again, that you don't have to eat what's on the meal plan. So the flexibility and mental freedom kind of go hand in hand, but you don't feel like you're tied down to one specific plan. And what it does is, is that it allows you to have a better understanding of nutrition and allows you to understand post-transformation once you're done your program, for example, with us, that you are able to stay lean and get lean and you don't have to eat just the foods that we've given you and that you can actually have a social life and stay lean. And the other pro is that it's fun, right? You get to go to a restaurant, eat new types of food that you normally wouldn't potentially make. You get to try different flavors. So there's a fun aspect to it. So the cons of you eating out at the restaurant are um, you're going to be uncertain about the amount of calories you're going to get, um, for your meal, right? There's no way for you to know exactly what you're going to be eating simply because if they cooked it with oil, like, is it a tablespoon of oil? Is it a teaspoon? Is it two tablespoons? It's really hard to know exactly how much oil would be in some of your dish. Is it exactly a cup of rice? Is it three quarters? Or is it like a cup and a half with some oil in it? It's really hard for you to know the amount of calories. So that's one thing. The other part is going to be higher in sodium because food restaurants want the food to taste good so that you come back and then sodium and sugar, are the two main things that restaurants will add to make sure that the food tastes great for you. So there is going to be a higher amount of sodium. The other part is that it's going to be more tempting, right? Like when you're at home, you can only eat whatever is in your fridge. But when you're at a restaurant, there's a menu. There's a lot of things on that menu. There's good things for you on the menu. And there's things that are not the best for you on the menu, right? You might have a good intention of going to the restaurant and like, I'm just going to have the bootable with the dressing on the side. And then you sit down and then there's a double vegan cheeseburger with sweet potato fries and onion rings. And you're like, Oh, that sounds really good as well. Right. So it does make it, (coughs) 
sorry, more challenging for you to make the right decision because the temptation is right there, right? All you have to say, you don't have to put any effort into it. You just have to say different words to the waiter and then boom, you get the food. So it is more tempting. Um, and then the other con is that the weight fluctuation that comes with it, right? When you're eating at the restaurant, because the calories are uncertain, because it is going to be higher in sodium, there is going to be more water retention. And a lot of times, I don't know for you, when I eat out at the restaurants and I tend to save a, you know, a nice chunk of calories for whatever meal I'm going to have, um, the food that I usually get kind of upsets my stomach. And so my digestion is terrible. And like, just we're vegans here. We talk about poop. Like I just can't go to the bathroom. And so therefore the next day I'm going to be heavier because I made a, um, a choice that was less than optimal the night before at the restaurant, as long as even if it was within my metrics, because it was less than optimal, mess up my digestion can go to the bathroom. My weight's going to be up, which actually happened this weekend. That's why my weight is up, um, for the previous weigh in. And then for the sodium aspect, there's going to be more water retention. And so like, I know I've seen some of our members gain up to like four or five pounds post restaurant, just from sodium. I personally, the highest I'll ever go is like two pounds increase from every eating at the restaurant. Um, I would have to like really go intense on the food for me to gain more than two pounds at a restaurant. Um, the other one is that it's not the healthiest food, right? Compared to if you make the food at home, you know exactly what's in it. You know exactly how much of what is in it. You know, it's going to be whole food plant-based because you're going to follow the vegan recipes we give you. If you're at the restaurant, it's going to be less than Optimal's restaurant um, are for profit, obviously. And so they won't have the best ingredient uh, in order for you to optimize your health, right? So those are the pros and the cons of eating out at the restaurant. So you get to choose every single day what you want, right? There's days where like on the weekend with my girlfriend, when we have our date night, we're going to go to a restaurant. We just want to be present together, have a conversation, order food. We don't feel like cooking something because we do that all week. And so you choose your moments when that is worth it for you. Now, the other part is I want to show you, and sorry, show you, we're on podcast here. I want you to, I want to share with you how to stay on track with um, your fat loss when you're going to be eating out at the restaurant, right? So I'm going to share with you five different ways for you to stay on track when you want to eat out at the restaurant, whether it's again, social events, date night, birthday parties, whatever it may be, anytime you're going to be eating outside of the food that you would be making at home. So the number one way is to plan ahead, right? Obviously, if you know you're on Monday, on Saturday, you know, there's a birthday party, you know, it's your weekly date night with your partner. It's a lot easier for you to, to plan ahead. Um, so one thing is if you want to look at the menu of the restaurant that you're going to be going, if you know that it's a birthday party, you kind of have an idea of the foods that are going to be available. Usually it's like hot dog, burgers, cake, chips, pretzels, right? You're going to have an idea of what's going to be available there. Obviously you can bring your own food at the party. If you want to, there's nothing wrong with that. I've done that for many, many years now. Um, depending on where we're going, if it's a birthday party, I will just find a way to eat something there or I'll eat before. Uh, but if you get going to the restaurant, look at the menu ahead of time, pick exactly what you want, and then remove that from your calories for that day. So for example, you eat, you're supposed to eat 2000 calories per day for your fat loss journey. And the meal that you want is 500 calories. And basically on Saturday, you're going to wake up and you know, you're going to have to deal with 1,500 calories for your day, because you know that at your dinner, for example, you're going to have that 500 calories from the thing that you picked from the menu, right? That way you can plan your day more accordingly. You can make sure that you hit your protein because a lot of the time as a vegan, if you're going to go to a restaurant, the vegan options that are available are not really high in protein. So I recommend that all my members kind of front load their protein in their meals before 
that birthday party or the date or the restaurant, because there's never going to be enough. Like usually it's around like 10, 15 grams that are available um, in some of the dishes. And sometimes it's less. So make sure you hit your protein before very important macronutrient for you to improve your body composition. Um, so it's basically just like budgeting with your food, right? So exact same thing. You, you're, for example, there's a ladies, there's a pair of shoes you really want to buy. Well, you set the money aside for that pair of shoes and then you live on the rest, right? For example, you guys are a couple and you want to buy a home Well, you guys are going to put money aside every single month and then you're going to live on the rest. So it's the exact same thing with your food, right? Don't spend more than you have. So don't eat more than you should. Basically what it comes down to is you're budgeting your food. So tracking is basically having an awareness, uh, an awareness of your calories will make the world of a difference for members. They don't have to track because we provide them a 50 vegan meal plan that will hit all the metrics that we want them to hit. So they don't actually have to track, but it is tracked from us within the recipes that we're giving them, if that makes sense. So yeah, basically one thing to remember from this one is don't spend more than you have. So don't eat more than you should. Right. So that'd be number one is if you plan ahead. So the second way to stay on track when you're eating out is to save calories days before the event or days before you go out to the restaurant, right? So for example, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, family dinner, like yearly family parties that you have. So here's how you would do that, right? I'm going to ask you guys to follow very carefully because I'm going to throw a bunch of numbers out and you need to keep track of it. So meaning if you, let's just say we grab Thanksgiving and you know that Thanksgiving is on a Saturday and currently we're Monday right? And let's just say that you need to eat 2000 calories per day, right? So if you eat 2000 calories per day, you do that times seven divided by seven to have the average amount of calories per day you're supposed to be eating, it would be 2000 calories, right? Because the number didn't change. So now let's just say you want more food on Saturday, because you know, you're gonna go to Thanksgiving, and you're probably needing more than 500 calories. So let's just say you want an additional 500 calories on Saturday. Well, it's very simple. So what you need to do is from Monday to Friday, only eat 1,900 calories. And basically that 100 calorie that you saved every day during the week, you can throw that 500 on Saturday. So on Saturday, you'll have 2,500 calories. And on Sunday, you'll go back to your usual 2,000 calories. So if you eat 1,900 calories times five from Monday to Friday, you eat 2,500 on Saturday, and then you go back to your regular 2,000 on Sunday, you divide that by seven, you're still an average of 2000 calories for the week. Boom. You're still on track within your metrics and you're able to have more calories for that event or for that party. Right? So one thing, there's a little warning that comes with this. Your weight will be higher the next day simply because you physically ate more food and there's weight associated to that. Right? So don't freak out with the fact that your weight is up for one to two to potentially three days after that event, simply because potentially going to be more sodium and there's going to be physically more food in your stomach. And there's a weight associated to that, right? You can't eat more food and expect your weight not to fluctuate on one day, but know that from a fat loss perspective, you're still within your metric and you're still heading in the right direction and you didn't go off track. All right. So the third way to basically eat out of the restaurant and stay lean and continue with your fat loss progression, um, is basically um, to never compensate the next day when possible, right? So this one's not necessarily a, more of a tip, but it's more of a, a warning. So never compensate the, for the next day when possible. So I'll give you a few examples. Um, let's just say you're supposed to eat 2,000 calories a day, and on Saturday you eat 2,500 calories, right? Don't try to eat 1,500 calories on Sunday, right? So let's just repeat that, 2,000 calories every day. On Saturday, you just overeat by 500, 
don't try to remove 500 the next day, simply because you're going to be hungrier, you're going to be crankier, and you're going to have more cravings. So that's one thing. The other way is don't try to do more cardio on Sunday to burn the additional 500 calories, simply because I've done this multiple times, a lot of my members have, and it's the worst way to deal with it. Because what do you think is going to happen when you go for a run to burn 500 calories? You're going to be hungry <laughs> after it. And now you're going to have to stay within your metrics of 2000 calories. And it's going to be harder and challenging. And the chances of you overeating and self justifying that like, oh, well, I could eat more because I went for a run are extremely high and it will be the wrong thing to do. So don't do more cardio. It's actually counterproductive. It'll make you hungrier and it'll tire your body out more and you'll have more cravings, right? So never compensate by creating a massive deficit the next day or by trying to do more cardio, right? So here's the thing you could do from a logical standpoint, but I recommend that you don't do is if you went over by 500 calories on Saturday, remove a hundred calories a day for the next five days, right? Because you're basically going to even out the average for the week, but be extremely careful because this could lead to like very vicious cycle, because let's just say on Saturday, you go over by 500 calories and then we remove hundred calories per day, right? So basically Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So until next Thursday, you have to remove hundred calories a day. But then what happens if on Wednesday you go over your calories again, right? By another 500, then you're going to remove hundred on top of the hundred you're already supposed to move for two days and then hundred calories for the next three days. So that means that you'll continuously have to keep decreasing your calories, which means that you'll be hungrier and hungrier, which increases your, your chances of you overeating on the food that you're supposed to be eating. So what I highly recommend to my members is if you go over by a massive amount of calories like this, 500 is a lot, it's a full meal simply focus on winning the next meal. Don't try to catch up from a psychological standpoint. It is the best thing you can do to stay on track with your fat loss and not fall into this vicious cycles of basically overeating and undereating, overeating, undereating, potentially overexercising and undereating. And then blah, 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 right. Next thing you know, you're severely undereating, you're severely overexercising, metabolism is shot to the ground. And then you look at a piece of bread and you gain weight, right? Don't want you to be in that scenario. So if you do overeat, um, just focus on winning the next meal and don't try to catch up, right? It's a huge tip. If you don't respect that, I promise you, you'll end up in a really bad position, right? Now, the other thing, if you are eating out, here's a good tip to use. So basically that's the cost of you eating out at the restaurant. So when you're eating out, like I mentioned, it's really hard for you to know how much oil or sauce was in your dish, right? So a safe bet is to add 150 to 200 calories on top of the calories your dishes as a basically wiggle room, right? Because you don't know if there's more oil and more sauce than what you would have found on my fitness power chronometer, right? So how you find the calories for your meal is you go on my fitness power chronometer, you type the name of the restaurant, you type the dish that you want. If it's in there, great. It's in there now add 150 to 200 calories, because realistically, you don't know how much of each, if they put the exact same portion they're supposed to for your dish, potentially more oil or more sauce. If you can't find it, Type the dish that you are eating on MyFitnessPal and Chronometer. Look at the average of the calories. Grab that as the average of the calories for the meal that you're currently eating. Add 150 calories to 200 calories of wiggle room, right? You'll soon realize that you're basically um, sacrificing a lot of calories to be able to eat out. When you're at the start of your fat loss, it's fine. When you're bulking, it's fine. But when you're lower in calorie, you start to realize that it's not really worth it, right? 
So basically that's your cost of having the flexibility to eat out during a fat loss phase. Right. But like I said, as you go deeper into your cut, you start to realize like, it's not really worth it to have a dish that's 500 calories plus 150 calorie window, 650 calories. Like, damn, that's, that's one meal. That's like half of your day or a third of your day. It's just, it's just not worth it, but you can do that to be on the safe side, to continue heading the right direction with your fat loss. If you don't do that, promise you weight will go up. Now, the other one is when it's possible at the restaurant, ask for no oil or for the sauce or dressing to be on the side. That way you have control over those extra calories that don't really make a difference in the taste of your, your dish. And you can probably save yourself a few hundred calories, right? Remember this, you're a paying customer, ask for what you want and need. I've had this conversation with multiple members of our Fit Vegan tribe that were hesitant or didn't want to be a pain in the ass at the restaurant. Listen the restoration restoration, the restaurant world is not built for you to be lean, fit, and healthy. It's made for you to consume a ton of food so that they make good profit off of you when you get there. All right. So it is your responsibility to take ownership of your health and what you're going to put in your mouth and demand what you want. You're paying for this food. So ask for exactly what you want. Who cares if you're a pain in the ass? I don't mind being a pain in the ass because I'm paying for this food and I want to make sure that it serves my body the way I wanted it to serve it. I want to make sure the food that I'm putting in my body is serving the goal that I want to have. So don't be afraid to be a pain in the ass at the restaurant. You already are already because you're vegan, right? Like I get it. We're already a pain in the ass as soon as we're vegan. So might as well just add that little notch of like, hey, can you put the sauce on the side? Can you make sure it's not cooked with any oil? Boom done and you'll save yourself a big headache and save yourself a lot of calories. Now, um, the don'ts of eating out, right? So don't expect for your weight to stay stable the next day. Like we talked about when you're eating out, there's a lot of sodium, which can cause a lot of water retention and cause weight fluctuation. Understand that if you make alcohol fit in your calories, you're having a, a glass of wine on your date night, your weight can be up for three to four days after having one single drink, right? Remember that one single drink, three to four days of your weight being up. So if you have it and you make it fit your calories, know that you're within your metrics, but know that you're skewing the data for three to four days and know that mentally you have to deal with the number on a scale being higher. If you go over your calories and see your weight, your weight go up because of the reasons above, don't go and do more cardio. You'll just be hungrier. And um, after having done the exercise, it'll make you want to eat more, which will be super counterproductive, right? Don't try to overcompensate over the next days. If you went over your calories by a lot, just focus on winning the next meal. I promise you it is the best solution. Um, and then the last one is pick something you want to eat and make it fit. No fuck it behaviors, right? I've seen so many of this and I've done this myself where I go to the restaurant and I'll order something slightly less healthy than what I was originally going to order. And then I started eating it and I started feeling bad that I ordered the wrong thing and I didn't respect my word and what I wanted to eat. And I'm like, fuck it. I already messed up. I'm just going to eat, order a side of onion rings and vegan cheesecake and blah, blah, blah. Right. I've been in your shoes. I understand it. I understand that it's hard. So if you're someone that struggles to be able to handle these scenarios, just don't go to a restaurant while you're cutting, right? I'm not asking you to not go to a restaurant for the rest of your life, just for this moment while you're cutting. If you're someone that is able to make those decisions, save amount of calorie and then make it fit. So I hope that this podcast was helpful to you guys because it's a big one that uh, a lot of demand for um, because a lot of people think that they have to be extremely strict 
when they are going in a cut and trying to improve their body composition. At the end of the day, you do have to be disciplined. You do have to be committed to getting your steps in, respecting your seat, getting your workouts in, doing your cardio, respecting your meal plan or your calories or your macronutrients that are given to you but you still have the freedom of eating out. I personally eat out several times a week and I'm progressing very well in my cut. And I do this every single cut because to me, what's the most important is the sustainability aspect. I don't see myself not going to the restaurant for the rest of my life. And so I like to make it fit. And I've developed these guidelines over the past 16 years of transforming my body that have served me very well. So use them because they work great. They've allowed me to do every single transformation you can think of with my body. So if this podcast was helpful to you guys, just um, make sure to leave a review on it. Leave it a five-star review if you thought it was valuable. Feel free to message me on Instagram if you have any questions. And if you're someone that wants coaching that is ready to bring their health and body to the next level as a vegan, you're ready to become an optimized vegan, then there's a link down below, basically fitvegan.ca. We'll be able to book your free consultation call with one of our fit vegan goal-setting coaches. We just want to have a conversation with you and see where you're at, where you want to go, what's preventing you from getting there, what is the knowledge and the skills that are missing to get you there, and then get you and build you that custom blueprint for you so that you can get there any timeline that you wish to reach your goal. So head over to that link down below, book your free consultation call. You guys will say massive. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It's actually, um, I was looking at the analytics today. It's actually growing tremendously fast and I'm very excited. So big, thank you for all the support. So again, be sure to leave a review, um, five stars, whatever you feel is appropriate for the value that you get. Hope you guys have an awesome day and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.